it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello loves, it is I, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, and welcome back again today, folks. And today we're going to be talking about um, time lapses. Now, if you all haven't seen the past few weeks' worth of podcasts, then I would recommend going back and at least looking at the sketching podcast I did a little while back there. Um, that way, and then um, that way you can uh, figure out what we're talking about and how we got here. Uh, for those of you who are already ca- all caught up, um, let me continue. So today we're going to be talking about time lapses. Now, in Procreate, this is a built-in function. Basically, what it does is, um, um, basically in Procreate, what it does to capture a time lapse is instead of recording every last thing you do, it records the main changes that you do. For example, let's say you use the transform tool. Well, any of the ed- um, any of the things that you did within the transform tool will be saved. Um, and basically, um, basically, how the time lapse works is that every little thing you do, um, you know, from drawing a line to continuing the line to whatever it is, um, it saves before and after. Um, and I know this might not make a whole lot of sense right now, but um, think of it of instead of being a recording, it's more like a really fast slideshow. Um, like I said, it's um, at the end of each thing you do, um, it records what exactly happened. So, for example, let's say that you are drawing a square. And... Um, you um you draw the first line well instead of recording the whole entire stroke that you just made um the whole entire fluid motion it simply records the end result which leaves you with a video showing you showing this blank screen and then these uh, the first side of a square um and then you go on to the next step where you draw the next side of the square and um, yet again, what it does is um, instead of recording the entire motion, it just records the end result. And then we continue on until we've got our square. And so now the time lapse is of each, um, each um, side of the square uh, being drawn. Now this applies to other things as well. Like for example, whenever you transform something, um, if you transform something like small, um, like for example, you just move the, um, you just move, let's say, the head of your drawing over a few pixels, um, it will show the end result of you moving it just a few pixels. 
Now, keep in mind, though, when you do things such as big transforms, where you flip it, you move it, you stretch it, all of these other things, it's only going to record the end results. So, viewers might be a little bit confused about how exactly we went from this perfectly round spherical head to this now, um, this now more atom anatomically correct head, um, for example. So that's how Procreate does it. Now, I don't know about other programs. Um, other programs might actually take time lapses that are actual recordings. And I think the reason why Procreate does this is to save on room because the videos take up a lot of storage space, no matter which device you're using. Um, and because I do a lot of my videos on my iPad, I can, I can, I can, um, I can attest to this, but yeah, it's one of those things where you really got to keep in mind the fact that um, it does it to save room and that um, time-lapse quality is typically lower quality um, than the actual image. Um, because the time-lapse is, um, depending on your settings, if you have the default settings, um, the time-lapse is treated as a secondary thing. Yes, it does it for you and that's all nice and everything, but it's not the main priority. The main priority is the quality of the actual finished image itself. So when you go in and you share that time lapse, for example, let's say you save it as a video like I normally do before I edit it, um, you will end up with something that has quite a bit less quality than your image, unless you specify it to be of higher quality. Now, yet again, keep in mind, video takes up a lot of room, so having that higher quality video is going to take up more room on your device. Um, so just keep that in mind. So, yeah, it's one of those things where um, you've really got to keep in mind, um, you know, what exactly you're going to be using the time lapse for. Yes, it's cool and all that the time lapse is automatically done for you and everything, but... Um, you know, would you rather go with that time lapse or would you rather record as you're actually drawing? Now, the other good thing about Procreate time lapses is, is that, um, because of this whole skipping thing where it skips large chunks of time, you end up with a shorter time lapse, which takes up a lot less room as well. Um, and you can go into video editors such as, um, I personally use Velo, um, capital V-L-L-O. Um, it's a free app that you can use for basic video editing. And, um, it's one of those things where, um, inside of it you can slow down the speed of a video. So what you can do is you can take the time lapse that you just made in Procreate, whether it's a minute, two minutes, whatever, put that into um, something like Velo, and then you can slow the speed way down so it looks more like a normal time lapse, or simply to take up more time for the video. Um, I used to do a lot of speed, I used to do speed paint story times on my YouTube channel, so what I would do is I would do a bunch of art that week, and then at the um Either on Thursday or Friday, I would download all the time lapses, and then I would stick them in Velo, and I would adjust the speeds of each time lapse to match the time of my voice recording. 
So one time lapse may be slower or faster than the other, but either way, it ends up equaling to the um, voiceover that I did, which is really the thing um, you've got to focus on when it comes to um, speed paint story times. Um, the other cool thing about Procreate is the way that it measures um, time when it comes to time lapses. You see, Procreate also records just how much time it thinks, anyway, it took you to create a piece. Now, like I said, um, there are a lot of time skips because, well, like I said, it only records the end result of an action. But it's usually fairly accurate. Um, and um, basically what it does is for each, each um, hour of drawing that you did equals one minute on the time lapse. Um, for example, most of my time lapses, um, at least my bigger ones anyway, um, usually are around two minutes long. So it took me roughly two hours to create that piece of art. And then the seconds um, equal the minutes, and then the milliseconds, um, I'm assuming, equal the seconds, um, if we're going by logic here. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, um, I really like this, um, way of measuring it, and like I said, I like, um, I like the fact that it compacts it for you so you don't actually have two hours of video because, while my iPad is great with storage and everything, I don't think I have the room for two full hours of video. As it is, after I upload things onto YouTube, I have to delete them off of my iPad because, like, it would just take up so much room. So, yeah. Um, time lapses are honestly very cool, and they're a very neat way of creating things like social media content without having to really think about it too much. Um, going back to the Velo example, you don't even necessarily have to do a speed paint story time. There's been a few speed paints I did where I simply put music in the background, and like copyright free music from Velo themselves, they have copyright free music that you can use. Like I said, without having to buy anything or anything like that. And they actually have some good tunes on there. Um, and sound effects, too. So, yeah, you don't even have to think twice about it. You can just, you know, as you're naturally creating artwork, just download the time lapses every once in a while and put them together into a speed paint or have them each be their own speed paint videos and upload them onto YouTube. Or you can even format them and put them onto Instagram. Or something of that nature. It doesn't have to be that hard um, to create digital art content. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's going to be about it for me for today. Oh, speaking of digital art goodness. Um, I have a link for you all down in the podcast episode description down below. To my course, The Secrets to Digital Art with Procreate course. Um, um, over there I teach everything, um, I teach the digital art schematic in even more detail, um, a tried and proven process that I've used for creating all of my art. Um, I also, I also teach everything that you could possibly want to know about Procreate and go even in, and go even more in depth into time lapses and some of the more advanced settings behind them and things like that. So, if you would like all of that, please, please do go check that out. Um, uh, I really hope you do. 
I also have a link of links down below. That's links. Uh, that is my social master. It links to all my other stuff, my YouTube channel, my Instagram, things like that. And I will see you all in the next one.